a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Decision 2022. Decision 2022. Primary election returns on KSL News Radio. Jeff Kaplan and Scott Simpson with you on primary night in Salt Lake City and across Utah on KSL News Radio. So, 10 minutes left until the polls are closed for the county clerks. These are the last moments before they have to begin counting the ballots. So, what's the last thing you do before you get to work? You join us live on KSL News Radio. That's exactly right. And and you know, this is an interesting conversation. There's been I've seen county clerks running for their lives this election in ways that I've never seen before. Um with, with the whole ballot security, election integrity issues, I think they've they've and you've the result of that is you've seen incumbents that have decided not to run for re-election, like here in Salt Lake County and in Davis County, we have open seats, but we're lucky enough tonight to have an incumbent who is running for re-election and administering that election, Ricky Hatch from Weber County. And brave enough to join us on KSL News Radio. Thanks for coming on the air right before you be, have to begin counting the ballots. My pleasure. Not a problem. Happy to, happy to chat for a couple minutes. Ricky, can I just ask you a couple of questions about, can we geek out for a minute on some numbers? Uh, yes. <laughs> what are you expecting for turnout? I, I watched, you know, there's a little ticker on one of your neighboring counties' websites about ballots being processed. So we can kind of imagine to, that looks like, from what I can gather, looking at history, that w- right now we're at about half. And so we would expect, if we're going to match 28 retur- 2018 returns, that another half of those ballots will come in tonight. What do you expect for a turnout tonight? Um, I think by the end of the night tonight, and of course we'll get a lot of late ballots and provisionals that we have we have to account for. I, I think our turnout is going to be a little over forty percent um, across the state, um, which is higher than the twenty twenty one municipal elections turnout, but way lower than twenty twenty primary turnout. That that turnout for the GOP was sixty six percent. Of course, we had two open seats: gubernatorial and congressional district one. Yeah, so I, you know, I kind of think we need to look back to 2018, which looks similar in that there was a statewide Senate primary with Mitt Romney on the top of the ticket. Um, How does it stack up against 2018? Oh, you would have to ask that. Let me see if I can. <laughs> that, that's I was looking it, you know, for it earlier and I ran I, out of time. I have other questions that are much more important okay. and much more relevant. One question is: There's been a little bit of a to, to, to do about party switching and and you know these republicans encouraging uh it, particularly in the last couple of weeks encouraging unaffiliated voters to affiliate and participate in this primary have you seen uh, anything that you would characterize as significant or that should have an imp- could have an impact on returns tonight no only it would only be in uh a small race that is extremely uh, tight margined. Uh, so we just haven't seen overwhelming numbers. Even uh, even when the deadline for March 31st for other parties came, just didn't see large numbers. And so we're, and we're not seeing those. And I have an answer for 2018. 
Oh, good. That turnout, that turnout was 45% um, overall. Now, Republicans was a little bit higher than the Democratic turnout, but overall it was about 45%. That was just Weber County, but that's going to be pretty similar statewide. It sounds like we're in the pocket here at 40%, give or yeah. take. Uh, yeah, we're pretty darn close. So you're going to start counting numbers in about six minutes, I would guess. You've already counted some ballots, and we're going to hear a release of the numbers, I would imagine, within the next half hour or so. What numbers are we going to be hearing when you release results tonight? The numbers that we release tonight will probably be about 80 to 90 percent of all of the ballots that will be reported and certified in two weeks. Um, just that's the in-person voters and all of the ballots we've been able to process up until closing. Uh, and it's going to vary a little bit by county. Some counties, you know, sometimes you have equipment that acts up on you or sometimes you get overwhelmed at a polling place and you need to divert your attention to that in-person voting. So you're going to be looking at, you know, 80 to 90 percent, something like that. But keep in mind, these are very strong statistical samples. So unless you've got a really close race, chances are no races are going to flip. But you just never know. It's elections and we're, you know, crazy things can happen. Sure enough. And, and I've seen lots of crazy things. And, and I think it's important for the voters to appreciate that tonight is one result, but we've got to wait till the official canvas to really know the outcome. And there may be a race or two where it sits on that bubble. Exactly. And federal law requires that we not canvas for two weeks. Uh, we can't certify anything for two weeks. That's not uh, our prerogative or us trying to slow things down. It takes a lot of research. There are provisional votes, there are military and overseas votes, and we have to allow those to come in. And we double and triple check all of our reconciliations and our processes just to make sure that every legal vote counted. Okay, so that first dump of data that comes in at eight twenty or whatever, the, you know, it's like Christmas morning for political geeks. What, what, yeah. what are those? Are those the early returns that you've already that have come in the mail? You've already processed. They've been, you know, validated and are good to go. Is that what comes in first? Yeah, generally the first dump of the night, depending, of course, on your county, the first dump is going to be ballots that were most likely received up through Monday morning. Um, and we rush to get all of those through the controls and the checks and, and so that we can count them before the end of day today. Some counties will be able to process some ballots that we received even this morning. Um, and then some ballots, maybe they have had to really focus on other things, and it might not be uh, just Friday's ballots received by friday but that's pretty much what you're going to see the first night now for weber county this will be our only post of the night uh, other counties may stay and uh, continue to work and do additional posts i suspect salt lake will because they have a, a larger number of in-person voters um and then we'll be back at it tomorrow morning at seven um working on the ballots that were received today so you're not going to be going into the night and burning the midnight oil and all that tomorrow morning when you get going are you going to have an army of poll watchers standing over your shoulders? I wish we did. Um, we haven't, in Weaver County, our first poll watcher came yesterday. We've been processing for three weeks. We've been asking people to come. Please come observe the process. Generally, unless there's a super tight race, everyone thinks it's all done. But we have two more weeks of work. Ricky, we're, we're about three minutes away from polls closing. You're running in this race. And I mentioned at the beginning of the segment that you, you, you I, county clerks are running in, in a, with pressure that they have not had before. What's, what's that been like for you? 
Um, you know, for me personally, the pressure is more, I want to get it right, and I want to get it right in a way that the voters can trust. I want to reestablish that trust, because it's taken a hit, whether it's justified or not. Uh, I want to earn that trust back. So we've been working hard. It's been, there's a lot of pressure. A lot of people have contacted us, and they're sure that we're part of some conspiracy that wants to destroy America, and that's always hard to hear. And I always say, it's okay to be skeptical. Come and see our processes. Let's talk. Let's show you what we've got. See if there's a way that we can improve it. Um, and so it's hard, and it's taken a toll. We've lost a third of our county clerks over the past two years, and that is consistent nationwide. It's it's a tough industry to be in right now. you got to really love it to stay in it. And you have one moment here before we have to run uh, to explain to us that you're not going to put your thumb on the scale given that you're running and you're the guy who counts the votes. <laughs> That's right. And actually, the reason why I can talk to you when polls close is my staff won't let me do a single thing here. I am completely useless here because of that exact reason. We do not want any allegations of me doing anything that could possibly impact the outcome. So they're running the election, and I'm just dead weight right now. So I can talk to you guys. In most cases, you don't hear elected officials refer to themselves as useless and dead weight. But in this case, Ricky, I think it's it's uh, incredibly wise, prudent, and it's the right thing to do, for sure. Well, thanks. And uh, we've got a great team, so I trust them. Well, in the political world, we're just about at the witching hour. We could stay on the line then and talk about the Jazz new head coach with you, Ricky. But we're going to let you get to what you have to get to. And good luck to you. Thanks for joining us on KSL News Radio. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. That he's not involved in the counting at all, and nobody's been showing up to poll watch. That surprises me. I did not expect to hear that. What is that? Apathy in in ways that we just didn't understand. I asked him about the army of poll watchers. He said, yeah, one guy in the past three weeks. One guy. That's up in Weber County, at the very least. And our election coverage will continue at this moment. The polls are closed. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.